Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you're listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Double O-T to Rip How are you guys doing today? Who let the dogs out? See see how that doesn't work? It could have worked. Yeah, that's it was working for a little bit. It was like an echo. I was digging it. <laughs> all right. Hey, okay. that's all was fire back then. Okay, Sal hey, Bastard. Hey, that's all hey, fire remember? now. What you mean back yeah. in the day? Hey, remember, hey, hey, remember the dog? Remember the dogs was running and that's the right. mailman. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, you just wanted to say you, that. That's cool. You remember when you found out it actually wasn't about dogs? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I always remember there was an episode of the Proud Family where um, Sugar Mama, she had took her shoes off because uh-huh. they were in the shoe store. And like the guy working there, he was just like, ooh, who let the dogs out? Bro. Like, the who? Baja, man. That, you remember had, Snoop Dogg show on MTV too? Yeah. Uh, yes. Doggy Fizzle Televizzle. Yeah, bro. He had, there was this one part where it was like his grandma. And she, bro, right. she took off her shoes. She went, Ooh, child, somebody better rub my bunions. Jesus Christ. That's, I mean, like, that's usually what you would see in, like, shows or cartoons and stuff. Like, whenever somebody older would take their shoes off. I mean, I know sometimes, like, my grandma will ask me to rub her feet. I'm like, I'm not touching your feet. You know on, what I'm saying? Grandma. Like, come on, grandma. Like, get Trav to do that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to If that's that. what she wants, I, I got her. Okay. Oh, yeah, hey, Trav. They're going to be out cutting taking- the grass. You know, hey, I'm taking care of the budget. Oh, hey, we, hey, hey, we heard that before. Oh, we done heard that before. <laughs> Do you want to taste it? Do you want to taste it? <laughs> <laughs> they are losing ground. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. But anyway, uh, let's get into today's interview. You know, we have a, a special guest joining us, man. This man is multi-talented comic book artist, illustrator. This man's artwork is fire. He has comic books. He had his first uh, comic book come out self-published. And then he has a comic book on Webtoons right now as well. He's a voice actor. And this man is just an awesome human being. And that is Mr. Gerald Hill. So uh, let's go ahead and give him a call real quick. But before we do that, please make sure that you rate and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Give us them five stars because we need them. Mm-hmm. And here's a word from our sponsor. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. You know, this man, he's a voice actor, illustrator. He has his own comic books out. This man is a jack of all trades, and that is Mr. Gerald Hill. Gerald, how are you doing today, man? Hey, how's it going, man? Good to see you guys. How you hey, doing? it's good seeing Great you too. To see I see you got Spidey in the background. You know, I know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that he, he's interchangeable. I got a I got a T'Challa around here somewhere too. I, okay. I swap him out here and there. My good okay, luck. I like that. My good luck. I, you know, you know, Wakanda forever. We, yeah. yeah, you know, when we first started doing the YouTube videos and stuff, you know, I used to swap out my uh, my pops and stuff, but now I just keep them. As is, my man got it's too, it's too much out, work. Man. It's it's yeah, it's too much to set up. 
Yeah, that takes some time. <laughs> exactly. You know, at that, I mean, at the time we were interviewing so many people, I was just like, man, I'm not trying to change the pops every every video because like, we were doing, doing, we were doing like three, four interviews a week. And I was just like, nah, I'm good. But For sure. Too much. <laughs> I'm Trav, your tip of the day. Hey, man, look, if you get tired <laughs> of something, just keep doing it. You get tired of switching them pops out, keep going. It's worth it in the end. Exactly. You push it don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. That's right. <laughs> So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this interview. So, Gerald, mm-hmm. the first question that I always ask all of our guests up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks is, what is your origin story? Every hero or villain has one. So tell everybody who you are. Oh, my. That's a... will be hard all night if I go through the entire tale of my Hey, we, <laughs> my got, we got it all night, man. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's see. All right. Let me give you guys the, the condensed version. I orig- I've always been into comics. That's been my thing since since I was a kid growing up. So illustration has always been my kind of my main focus. And that kind of led me down the rabbit hole of just creativity and storytelling and heroes and villains and characters and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, growing up watching, you know, my favorites like TMNT, you know, Power Rangers and all that kind of stuff. I just I was that kid that sat in front of the TV with like my costume on and like recited like every line because I watched it so many times. And that just kind of stuck with me. I kind of got lost in that world. So I started watching like growing up. I watched all the behind the scenes stuff on the on the special features and how how things are made. And I just got kind of obsessed. And then I would say uh, right out of high school, I started doing filmmaking and I went to college for filmmaking, graduated for that. And I started that journey and I really enjoyed it, but something, you know, something was kind of missing. And then a couple years ago, I went through some health stuff and I couldn't get around as much. So I started drawing again because I I needed a creative outlet. So that's when I published my first comic book. It was in that time where I was laid up and couldn't really move around, couldn't really do anything because I had some back trouble going on. And but that revitalized that that love for comics that I had. Mm-hmm. So, and then, man, you know, um, I ha- I've had people, as far as a voice acting thing, I've always had people, you know, your voice is, you should, you should do something with your voice. You should do something with your voice. And my wife's aunt, she would always say, like, you know, you can do those, you should do those 900 numbers with your voice. And, people <laughs> <would probably do. laughs> and uh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But um uh, I, I hear there's a lot of money in that, but <laughs> like Mr. So, T. yeah, right. Still, so still collecting those paychecks, <laughs> but voice acting is something I've, I've always been in, interested in, honestly, for years, even before filmmaking. But I was honestly, if I'm being honest with myself, I was terrified. I was terrified. I didn't know how to get into it. And it was something that I wanted so bad that if I failed at it, mm-hmm. I felt like I would just be destroyed. But um, after some encouragement from my wife and family members, uh, I finally, I finally took the plunge and dove in, and it's been the reception from the voice acting community has been incredible. It's it, they're so so helpful and um, motivating. And since then, you know, I've been I've been I started out doing audiobooks, and I just I just landed my first video game gig with uh, my time at Sandrock. And it's I got a couple of other projects and unfortunately I can't talk about right now because we all know how the you know the NDAs. I told my wife I said it's exciting having NDAs, but at the same time I just want to talk talk about it (laughs) so much. But yeah, so my time at Sandrock is like that was like my thing. Like when I when I got that gig, I'm like, this is it. This is 
this is what I've been missing. This is this is what I feel like I meant to do. So I've just been hooked ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's an awesome origin story. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you know, too. Thank you. you know, Thank if you. You, yeah. if you reveal something to the world and, you know, you break those NDAs, they're going to come out like the vegan <laughs> right. police and Scott right. Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. Take, they're going to take your voice away. I'm, I'm thinking like, make, make sure, no, you know, there's no sniper lasers. You yeah. know, <laughs> I was going to say, or you can take the Tony Stark route and be like, look right. at the cue cards and be yeah. like, I am. And yeah. cut the credits. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I just wanted to say, man, that's awesome that you had a really good support system when it came to you getting into voice acting and whatnot. And then, you know, for you to land the gig in my time at Sandrock and you voice justice in the game. Now, I've seen some gameplay footage of it and it looks really cool, man. So I want to ask you, like, what was the process of, you know, getting into my time at Sandrock? You know, this is your first voice acting gig, man. Like, what was the feeling when you got... When it was when you were told that hey <laughs> got the part. Hey, look, okay, so this is a funny story. It all went fast. That's 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 the I have to that's start the story out like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm just auditioning, right? You know, I'm um fairly new. I've done some smaller things. And when I see something, I just audition for it. You know, um, I went to Steve Bloom's. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Steve Bloom, voice actor. Oh, who's that? Oh, who's that? Yeah, who is that? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> who's Steve? Uh, Never uh, heard of that guy. Hey, Gerald, where's the cowboys? He's in space. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, I took his workshop, and one thing that he said stuck with me is, um, always be auditioning. Like, oh, that's the that's the job. The uh, you know the job is auditioning. Once you get the job, that's when you get to have fun. Yeah. So I took that to heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm, so I'm always constantly auditioning, always. Um, and it's practice for me as well. Like, even mm-hmm. if I don't get it, I try to at least learn something, you know, learn something from it. Mm-hmm. But um, so I'm just auditioning. So I didn't even know I was auditioning for my time at Sandrock. A casting call went up and it was, hey, can you, you know, one of the criteria was, can you do a middle age, you know, middle age, uh, um, you know, looking for a person of color. Can you do a middle age? Can you do a Southern accent? And I said, um, my grandfather, I, I, I think I've listened to him enough with his Southern, <laughs> Southern accent that I can maybe try to swing something. So I'm just like, you know what? Feet first, let's go. And I saw, I, I hopped in the booth and I recorded it. Still didn't know what it was for. Sent it in and just kind of forgot about it. And a couple of weeks later, you know, I got the, the NDA. They still didn't know what it was for. But you'll sign this and, um, we, you know, the client wants to shoot, you know, soon. And and so I still had to be hush-hush about it, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, wait, this is something. This is something. And then um, I, got a, I got a call back that said, hey, the client really likes your voice. Um, can you do a retake? And it's between you, you and one other person. So I ran downstairs, did the retake, mm-hmm. sent it in. Uh, 24 hours later, I got the call back, said the client loved you. They, they want to have you for the role. Now, mind you, I still don't know what the role is. Right. So, <laughs> so I'm like, great. That's fantastic. And, you know, everything sounds good. Everything on, everything on the paper looks great. And then they said, you know, what's your, availability, what's your availability like in the next couple of days? So I gave my availability. And he said, okay, I think this was like the 17th. Um, and we had planned for the 19th. But we didn't take, it to, take into account time zones. Yeah. So, so I went to sleep that night thinking I had a whole day to prepare and, you know, get, get the sides and the, the script and the back, you know, all the stuff. And I get the call the next morning, like, hi, this is, you know, such and such, you know, this is Gerald Hill. Can, are you ready to do, you know, or do your voice recording? And I'm like, what? I thought it was yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. 
so, so so I explained, I said, oh, no, okay, um, yeah, I, I'm available. You know, I'm not going to turn it down. I'm not going to say, no, I'm asleep. So right, I'm right. like, no, give me, give, give me, give, give me five, give me five minutes. I'll be downstairs. So I ran downstairs, you know, like one of those movies where I'm pulling, putting uh, on my clothes and trying to shot. get, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <with a> static <laughs> shot. Right, try to get ready and I get down here. Uh-huh. And, but, but thankfully she was such a, she was such a, um amazing understanding person that she was like, oh my God, you know, time zones and she understood and we kind of just jumped right in and and she was like so did you get any did you get the size I'm like I, I didn't get anything because we thought this was you know <laughs> tomorrow and so she, she was like oh no so she sent me everything and I'm like oh that's when I found out so literally in the booth ready to record not knowing who I who I'm recording for mm-hmm. wh- what character I'm recording I find out who I'm recording and so I get this you know I'm trying to maintain my excitement and my screams and my composure and so I'm like oh so yeah that's what i found out was the day of recording it was uh who i was who i was recording and uh yeah we we you know we went in and i got to see you know a lot of the the cut scenes and things like that and you know all that behind the scenes stuff and we just ran it from there and like i said it was so fast and you know i sent them off and you know uh and then i I think i think like because i was one of the last the last people to come on to the project one of the last uh um, cast members so by the time it was near early launch early access right. and like maybe a week or two before early access but anyway i get in there and i'm watching the live stream of them playing early access and then i they they walk past justice and they're like oh, let's go let's go talk to justice and i'm thinking like well maybe don't have my, my, my stuff in there yet because i you know i just and lo and behold as soon as they click the button on justice justice starts to how did pardon and I just, I lost my mind. My wife is like recording me. I'm streaming. And it was just like the best feeling ever. Like, uh, um, I never, you know, it's the, it was like an outer body experience. That's the way I describe it. It's like yeah, I'm watching yeah, yeah. myself react to someone playing a character that has my voice that, so yeah, it was, it was great, man. It was great. And uh, that's awesome. Trav, Trav you got he's, some, he's, uh, He's doing yeah, right I'll go right in. Now, nah, my man got me emotional right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> my man's over here making his dreams come true, and I'm just Look so happy him. for him. That's <laughs> it. Okay, so Mr. Hill, going into um question I want to, or area I want to move into is illustration. Okay. Um, I noticed that in your portfolio, a lot of stuff looks like it's digitally done. Yes. What? How did you feel about transitioning from pencil to digital? Man, okay, so... Something that I just something I, I draw from time. It's just a hobby, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna, I never go ahead, go ahead. Go I'm going to be honest. I hated it at first because again, okay. I'm, I was traditional. I grew up, yeah. Traditional. Like I remember going to this. Is gonna date myself, but I remember going to the library. To, me and my cousin would print out all like all these print out that the, the library is going to hate me for this. But I used oh. to we used to print out stacks of Dragon Ball Z artwork. Uh-huh. Right? Same and this thing. Was, and this was like tsunami time. So when when tsunami time. Dragon Ball wasn't just every. It wasn't just accessible from anywhere like so we knew goku goku went super saiyan at some point but we didn't even have those episodes in the (laughs) states yet so so we're printing out all these pictures and we would just look at them and just you know try to you know redraw them and so all all of my background comes from traditional art you know even you know through art school and my brother my oldest brother is the one who taught me how to draw this all this was all traditional but it wasn't until that you know i was going through the health stuff because i gave up i gave up art um I stopped drawing, I want to say when I was 17, 17, 18. And I hadn't, you know, I would, I would do like storyboards every now and then for mm-hmm. filmmaking stuff, but nothing like, you know, full-blown illustration. Yeah. yeah. So, but here I am, you know, I'm, a, I'm in my thirties and I, you know, I haven't, I'm having this, these health issues and 
I need, you know, I'm like, okay, I, so let me just grab a pencil and paper. I started drawing and it kind of started to come back, but then I'm, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, man, people is talking about all this, you know, digital art and this and that. And so let me give it a try. So I did it and it was such a disconnect yeah. Um, from what I'm used to. And then like the, I, I went out and got like a cheap tablet. Yep. And I didn't want to spend a lot of money because I didn't know if I was going to be drawing, you know, yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, but I brought a tablet, but it wasn't one of the, the screen tablets. It was just yeah. a, a tab. So I'm drawing on the tablet with my hand, but looking at the computer screen. Right. So that's already a disconnect while I'm learning digital art. Yeah. So the more and more I did, I'm like, okay, I got to get me somewhere I could just draw on the screen. Yeah. And, and after doing a couple of commissions and um, building up some money that way, I was able to buy me my first screen um, tablet. Got it. And now that made things way easier because mm-hmm. it kind of, the, 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 the tablet I have, it has like a screen thing on it that it makes it kind of feel like paper. Got if that it. Makes sense. Uh, that's so it was, able, it was easier for me to transition, but I will tell you this, the moment I re- it clicked for me, digital art wise, I will never go back to digital. I mean, traditional. I won't. I, I can't. I, I've tried it. It's mm-hmm. still there, but I just, I love digital art. Now, yeah. I have to tell people, like, people think, like, oh, digital art does it for you. No, it doesn't. You still got to learn. You still got to know how to draw. Yeah. Um, it just makes, it makes the, the shortcuts easier, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been so many pictures I've ruined by drawing pressing too hard then I got to erase and then right. you know but now I just That's you know last yeah. a little up and you know do this and that but yeah once I, I, I won't go back the, the, uh, you, I love watching those time lapses of people and like mm-hmm. it's yeah. hours of drawing but you get to watching in like a minute and a half you know and it they're zooming in and out it's, and it's selecting different thickness yeah. of the pencil and stuff and I yeah, always I have to this. tell people when I post the time lapse, I said this, I, I did the Goku. I don't know if you guys saw my website. I did a Super Saiyan 4 Goku, which is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw Let it. me just say, hands down, still my all-time favorite transformation of Goku. I wish Ooh. they would bring it back for Super because I feel like, I'm going to go off a tangent real quick. I feel like Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Vegeta, that should be the penultimate transformation for a Saiyan, in my opinion, because it's so connected to their heritage yeah, and their to, culture. Yeah, yeah. Yes. To their origin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So probably I, the best part of of uh, right. One of the yeah, only hands, best parts. Of yeah, hands down. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, we you gotta also put in uh, uh <laughs> Gogeta Super Saiyan. Well, 4, well, yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah. Same, same. But true. yeah, oh yeah, we talk about that baby Vegeta right now. But, you know? but yeah, so <laughs> oh god. But um, but yeah, so I did the Super Saiyan four, and that you know again just because you made me think about it, I did a time lapse of that, mm-hmm. but that was like three days worth of work. You right, know, yeah, yeah. Um, sketching, drawing, inking, and, you know, doing the background and stuff like that. But I condensed it down to, like, 40 seconds. And I made, I had, I made sure, like, I put on my TikTok, like, this is hours of work cut down to 40, right, yeah, you know, yeah. 40 seconds yeah. of time. Because a lot of people don't, who don't see the art process, thinks it just happened. You know, like, yep. you know. Like um, any art. Bro, yeah, like, my like with the media. Food? But like who thinks that you actually yeah. drew that in 40 seconds? You yeah, there'll be surprised. somebody. I'll try. somebody. I won't yeah, be surprised be, anymore. Well, you got to remember, some I mean, people do challenges. And then, right. you know, too, yeah. just, it just gets muddy. Yeah, I can draw something think. in 40 seconds, but it won't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, you know, little Doug doodle, but, little Hey Arnold even, doodle yeah. going on. And like you know, I'm a you know I'm a grown ass. I'm sorry if I, I can't say that. Are hey, you a grown ass <laughs> man? Hey, but I'm a grown hey, ass hey, man. Hey, hey, we, everybody gets one. Yeah, hey, everybody, everybody gets, gets one F bomb, man. <laughs> I have a wife. 
have a wife, I got kids. You know, yeah, it's gonna take that. you. Hey, it's gonna take. Hey, you that time was a good to get, show too, man. To I, I really enjoyed wife and kids. <laughs> hey, good show. Yep. So, but yeah, um, I will. Uh, I won't go back. Uh, to traditional, unless I absolutely right. have to. If I'm stuck out somewhere and I just need to draw something real quick, when the end times I'll, are near, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. technology yeah. turns its back no, on you. Oh, there's God. no electric. The there's no electricity, and you know, I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, pick up some. I'll pick up some parchment paper and a quill yeah, and, and start, get it start going. drawing okay. some yeah. quill. Well, you know, it's it's interesting <laughs> that you say that because we interviewed uh, Harvey Tolabau, and you mm. can watch his interview or listen to it on our podcast. The video is up here on YouTube. And one of the things that he touched on was, you know, like how you were saying, when it comes to doing digital artwork, it is easier because it has so many shortcuts and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But he was saying that, like, you know, hand drawing art is a lost, uh, lost art, a lost, a lost art. Yeah, because yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And and he was just like when he was teaching his classes and the classes he still does teach. It's like you know he always makes sure that hand drawing is a doesn't part get of overlooked. yeah, yeah. Get i overlooked. think i will say as much as i love digital art i i don't i feel like i wouldn't be as good as good of an artist if it wasn't for this traditional art first right yeah because that taught me so much in a in a stricter way you know what i mean like there wasn't so many shortcuts and undos when i when i was learning the bulk of becoming an artist all the the fundamentals of it mm -hmm. so i had to learn that stuff because yeah. that's how, that's how it was at the time there was no other option but now, you know, so when once I switch to digital, it's like, you mean to tell me they this is what sort of wizardry is this? Like the, I've been doing this the hard way for years. Right. But um, I that yeah, I, I do agree. They they go hand in hand. And I do try to make it a point to go every now and then do something traditional because just for muscle memory, because yeah, I yeah. notice yeah. when yeah. I do go back, it's completely different. It's completely, mm. it's completely different um drawing. So to avoid having to teach myself to draw all over again. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I'll sketch something out. I got like 10 sketchbooks out here that people keep buy, that keep people keep buying me. <laughs> but I just the sketchbooks, I they uh they materialize sometimes. Yeah, and and I got some fancy ones that I don't I just don't even want to use because they look so cool. Like I have a, <laughs> I have an Assassin's Creed one that I got from my wife. Oh, that's sick. And I won't touch it because it just looks great. I just sits, yeah. you know, it looks you know, it sits on there. Maybe one day I might sketch some some Assassin's Creed stuff in it, but other than that, it's just, it's on my shelf. <laughs> Hell yeah. So. so pretty sweet. Yeah, I love that. I was going to bring up, um, and this is like my last note on digital versus traditional cel-shaded art or anything like that, but like, I'm all for the future, you know, Bitcoin and NFTs and all this stuff, man, but you see like the NFT market right now is crashing. Hey, but that Mona hey. Lisa... That's still up in the museum, baby. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So yeah, that's it's true. like, yeah, you know, as we get our uh, our animation now, it's mostly digital and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, it's just there's you still can't beat hand drawn anime. You know? Yeah, there's and, and you can tell the difference, in my opinion. I think Absolutely. you can really, especially in animation, like you yeah. can really tell the difference when, um, in it. But um you know, I might get some hate mail on this, but I'm just, I'm not a fan of the 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 man NFT stuff. Maybe I'm just old school, man. I'm just old school. I feel like art is art. Art should be appreciated. Yeah. It shouldn't yeah. be a commodity, yep. you know, yep. a, a currency or anything. But that's just me. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I think that <laughs> you could go, you could almost go as far as just saying digital art is is its own medium, just like uh, mm -hmm. oil paint is. It will always it be is. oil paint, right. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
you mm-hmm. might as well just separate them, really. Yeah, because I, they, they both have their limitations. They both have their strengths. So. I yeah. completely agree. Obviously, yeah, so. they're obviously they all stem from the same yep. base. But yep. I agree. It's, it's a completely different medium and mm-hmm. a different a different tool set. Correct. And um, it takes different it takes different training yep. for dig- yeah. digital versus um, traditional or exactly. like I couldn't I couldn't paint to save my ass. Okay. I used to hate doing paint paint projects in, in mm-hmm. school. Like I just can't do it, you know. Um, yeah. But I can color, you know, give me some, right. you know, give me some, you know, um, crayons yeah. or uh-huh. you know, color pencils, you know, the or the big the what's the big Crayola um box that oh, I never, only I never, Crayola. I, I never oh, got you as a about kid. The one that got the, uh, they had the, uh, <laughs> With the pencil sharpener, sharpener in the back. Uh-huh. Sharpener on the back. Uh-huh. I wasn't. I wasn't. And it ain't lo- sharpened for. Neither, I wasn't man. lucky enough to have one of those. I, oh man! <laughs> I, oh, you like had, I was the man. You when had I the had, crayons what, from roses. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah, what was yep. it? it? Was like it was sixty four in the box. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and it had, it had look, the, man. Uh, yeah, I would man. look from afar like a like a forlorn, lovesick teenager looking at <laughs> looking at my friends with their with their big old school supply box, and they whip out that big old box Hell on the table yeah. of crayons. I'm just like, hey man, let me and then they, they didn't even use all the colors. Like, can I can I can I get a brown? He's like, which brown? I'm like, yeah, which uh, shade? Yeah, which yeah, brown? Which shade of brown? Yeah. <laughs> like brown, yeah. like me. I'm trying to, he was like, oh, well, we got I used to get excited. You know, you know, about, you know what was crazy about that? When you, would, when you would use up the color that was in there, right? And then it's just like, oh, now I got to use one of these different shades, red or blue or something like that. I, that's not the traditional yeah. red that I want. Yeah. <laughs> you got to replace the whole box. You got to replace the whole box at that point. Gotta go. You got to go. Gotta and play. go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you were singing that one piece. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, tr- look at his smile. He knows. He knows. Look at no one piece. Oh, because <laughs> we shot first one. tonight, Trav. You know, that's right. Jojo, Jojo, just Jojo couldn't get out of the seat that time. But hey, I, just, just I have not seen that the time last of the Goku, but I've seen the Super Saiyan four Goku, and that remind. Did you were talking about printing out stuff? Did y'all ever check out a site back in the day? And this is like early two thousands. Blackgoku.com. I knew you were about yes. to say the Black Goku. Yes, that, bro, that was a good site. It was like, it was deviant art, but strictly Dragon Ball Z. Yes, I mean that's yeah. pretty much what it was. People would have like Super Saiyan Goku twenty. Yeah, uh-huh. all hey. these crazy uh-huh. stuff. Hair looking like Shenron. That thing's just going <laughs> all around, like. Look, man, that was like the what's the origins of fan art of digital. Yeah, good <laughs> yeah. point. For me, uh-huh. I'm just like, look, back then, that's I'm like, I didn't, we didn't even call it fan art. I'm just like, oh man, you see this dude did this. Is this oh, he real? Did, he like, did this Goku, yeah. this Gohan yeah. with Gohan Super Saiyan Four Goku. That you know, <laughs> I mean, Super Saiyan Four Gohan or Gohan with you know some some dreadlocks or stuff like that. I'm yeah. just like, come on, man, like, so. <laughs> come on, man. And what was what was crazy about that back then was you know the older kids. Like they could tell you anything and you would believe it. You oh, know? absolutely. I remember because yeah. I remember, of course, Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball GT, it was already done in Japan. Mm-hmm. And on the Black Goku, they had a picture of Go- Gohan and Super Saiyan 4, you know, holding the book and whatnot. And I remember like this kid told me, it was just like, yeah, in Dragon Ball GT, they all go Super Saiyan 4. And I, look, I, I was just like, okay. <laughs> look, and, and, and I was waiting for it. I, I'm a Gohan and fan. When it didn't happen, you I'm a pissed. Gohan fan. And I've been Dang. waiting for Super Saiyan 4 Gohan for, for decades now, and it still ain't happened. <laughs> and I'm just now about to get some good version of Gohan since the Cell Saga. Right. Look, I've been like Goku using Ultra Instinct, trying to just dodge every spoiler that's out there. On <laughs> yes. the, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I do not understand 
why they did not release this movie the same time here in the states, man. And I like, and I, I thought they were. I thought they were. They, they said they were going to do that. Originally, they said they were going to do that. But yeah. I know the whole hacking thing got jacked, messed everything. I'm, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. like, which on, I still don't it? even understand what that has to do with anything. But I'm I mean, just like. The hackers, man. I'm just like, can y'all hack my student loans and not hack my Dragon Ball? <laughs> like, hey, well, look, hey, you sit here talking about hackers, man. Like these two guys, they because we live here in Virginia. Oh yeah, I saw and, that earlier. Hey, the, hey, these two dudes, they hacked the gas station gas prices and lowered it to like sixty nine cents. Look, I think and, I think it was like two fifty nine or something. Look, I can't. Yeah, they, got, I, they got arrested for that. I, I don't condone. I don't condone criminal activity, hey, but, but I wish I was there. At the- hey, some heroes don't. Not all heroes wear capes, my man. And that's all. Yeah, I'm it's just like, right, right. I, I, and it's crazy because everybody will hop on Facebook about anything negative, but I mm. didn't see anything about this gas station. I think it was somewhere out Virginia Beach. I'm just like, yeah. man, where were y'all at? Like, I, I didn't, didn't even hear it. I didn't hear. I didn't even hear. It. I'm like, come on now, get spread the love. Like, you know. Yeah, nah. And nobody said nothing on Facebook. Like, bro, get your ass down to yeah. X, X, X on nah. the corner of X. You know what I mean? Come on down they here, sixty nine cent. Man, I remember. Let it go. Get, I remember. Get you, I had get you my some first, gas and a glizzy right there. My, my first car, my um, <laughs> my Acura Integra. Oh uh, man, I was Classic. tuner car, a straight tuner, rice burner. <laughs> but look, man, I would, I would fill that car up. For like twelve dollars, twelve dollars, and drive for weeks. Yeah, that's right, bro. Weeks. Out in that Geo Metro, I think it's called the Geo <laughs> Metro, right? Now, now I can't even. I could even, you know, uh, like twelve dollars. That's like that'll get me to the <laughs> down the street too. I get you a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. A couple days. No, 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 I wouldn't even say that, no, bro. No, that'll get you that's, eight days. that's you one good trip there and back. Yeah, <laughs> like because. I remember I stopped at a gas station and I was just like, man, you know, payday's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I just put five dollars in the gas tank and I was just like, that it, it nothing happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, five dollars ain't gas money no more, pimp. Man, uh, hey, yeah, when you go pick your friend up and take him to the yeah, store, yeah, they I got, I got five on gas. I hope you got not, more. You need nah, more than five to fill up your gas can to cut your grass. Getting a ride now is an investment. Bro, <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell don't even sell the five hour box no more. That ain't like six ninety nine. Seven dollars. They had to change yeah. the name. It ain't called the five hour box no more. Hey, nope. Hey, Griff. Griff was just like, man, if they going up on gas prices, then we going up on our t shirt prices. Hey, people got to hey, understand, man. Look, man, it's hey, just like, all the other companies is doing it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm right. It's the same because I'm a professional wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like one of the running jokes in wrestling is when promoters are like, Yeah, I'll I'll use you on my show, it'll be twenty dollars. It's just like, nah, right. you're gonna have to come up on the price, man. Hey, yeah, twenty dollars don't even fill up my what's that, what's that that I'm gonna use that getting there or doing what, what yeah, I need like, to do. It's like, come on, man. But no, but you know, I wanted to go back and talk Mm -hmm. about your first comic book that you put out, Gray Areas. And you know, I had saw on your okay. Oh no, go ahead. What were you about to say? No, no, Carrie. I thought you somehow I thought you somehow tracked down one of my very first comic books from like my teenage years. So I was hoping you wouldn't talk about that. Oh Oh, no, hold on. Go ahead and bring it out. Yeah, we can talk about gray areas though. Go ahead, my bad. But no, but yeah, this this was your first self-published comic book. Yes. And Mm -hmm. you know, I saw on the website like this was like a very important moment for you. And you even said it at the start of the interview, man. And Mm -hmm. you know, like let's just talk about that real quick. Like you know, you told us you were an artist, you drew and stuff like that. So, like, let's talk about gray areas for a little bit. The gray areas was a passion project of mine that I had to do. I had, I literally had to do it because 
growing up, I just, you know, as a teenager, I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make comic books. That's that, you know, um, that's what I'm going to do. But I had so many back then. I had so many art teachers and and um, tell me, like, uh, you can't you're not going to be able to do that. You, you know, you're mm. you're black. You're a black kid. You know, that that's yeah. that, that's that's not people actually tell me that. Like, that's not what yeah. that's not what you guys do. Um, yeah. you, you might want to play basketball or, you know, do some X, Y, and Z. Cause back then what yeah. it was just Marvel and DC too. So that was even right, harder yeah, to yeah. break into yeah, the break, break into the big two. But, um, I'm just, you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, what kind of person tells that to a kid? Like that, you know, that just crushes their dreams and, you know, in, in that way, but it did, it made me rethink a lot of things. And I kind of, and it was a part of why I gave up on that part of my dream was, um, which was creating comic books. And, uh, you know, once I got older and um, that's when I'm like, like I said, I went through the whole health thing. And luckily that that was a blessing in disguise because that revitalized. I don't think if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have been drawing again today. So I try to look at that as a silver lining in that in that aspect. But um, so, yeah, I started to draw and I had this story. Me and my wife, we write together. She she published her first novel, actually. A few, uh, a few. Amazing! Congratulations! Yeah, my wife Kelly Hill. She just published. Uh, she published her first book called "A Werewolf's Touch." It's a uh, it's a modern fantasy uh, medical medical mystery uh, mm. series. I like it. So, but yeah, we write together, we create together, and um, so awesome. uh, she created this one character because we do a lot of tabletop gaming as well. Right. And a lot of times we do too. A lot of times we create characters that we never use in the games, and the, and this character Castiel was that character that I had for us, us like hey. a sci-fi, sci-fi, uh, cyberpunk-ish type um, game that we never got to play. But we really, me and my wife, really like my character Cast and her character Violet. Her her character is basically she's a jewel thief. Think you know Batman, Catwoman's kid. That's yeah. that's kind of her. That's her character. And my you know Cast is uh, he's a you know treasure hunting, planet hopping, uh, you know. I don't, I don't want to use the word pirate, but you know, think Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake, in outer space. Nice. So, kind of a steam blue, okay. kind of character. Yeah, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, but he's he's Irish, right? right. So, um, I, I you know I, I have a lot of Irish friends. And I've been into the Irish culture for so long. So I was a, it was nice being able to reach out to them and like, hey, I got this yeah. character, it's you know dope. that that I kind of you know I want to I don't want him to be a, I don't want him to be a caricature, right? Because right. you know yeah, yeah. you know me, me being black. We we've experienced you know people of color experience yeah, those know. characters right <laughs> we know so I didn't want to do that to someone else's character I mean, you know some someone else's culture so um, yeah. so it was nice having that access and look when they when they found out I the, they hadn't even seen anything yet but they found out that I was doing this I wanted to do this book they supported from day one like the the, the we have this uh, Toledo Irish American Club here and um, they found out about it and once they found out about it they supported hard stop like nut like full speed ahead before I had it had wow. anything really drawn up for it. But um as I as I went and, as I went ahead and did it, I started writing it and creating this world. Um, you know, I was, you know, I would, you know, like I said, I would go back and forth with them. And they were like, you know what, we want to, when you're ready, we want to do a big like a, a release party for you and host it. Don't worry, you don't have to worry about anything. So for me, again, you guys have heard a little bit of my story of not being supported by a lot of people you know, growing up. This was yeah. huge. This was like yeah. for someone to take this risk on, you know, this wild idea that I had that I wanted to publish, self-publish this comic book and release it. And again, I have to say this, me being black, writing a story about 
a Caucasian Irish character. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Why does it get? Yeah. yeah. So, well, you know. So, you, get I, I, you know, I was expecting a lot of funny looks, weird looks, but, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that I just like characters, no matter the skin, the skin color. I just, yeah. to me, it's about who that character is. Now, I do believe representation matters, right? So, yeah. you know, but, but still, I feel like we should be able, as creators, should be able to create worlds that we want to right right in my world it's not you know it's not like a tyler perry movie where everybody's black you know right, it's right. it's multicultural it's you know it's diverse and this and that so when i you know to be able to have that freedom to create those type of characters and f- to be supported by the toledo irish american club was yeah. was phenomenal and so here we are you know i never thought it would be released those nights late nights i'm up you know hunched over my desk drawn and in pain literally through the entire time i was writing that book and working on that book I was in physical pain. I was going in and out of surgeries and this and that, but that's one of the things that kept me going. Like I said, having that support system in my wife um, and, you know, a few of our other um, close friends helps tremendously. And we, we, you know, we, we met the release date and uh, shout out to uh, Comics Wellspring for uh, printing, you know, printing our, printing our books for us. Picked up the, the first box of books, like literally a week before the release, the release party. And um, cried right there on the spot when we opened them up and looked at them and looked through the through the pages and like I said, tradition. This is gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I talk a lot. So no, sorry. No, keep no, going. Hey, look. This is <laughs> it's what okay. We hey, it's a change of pace for me and Trav. Yeah, because usually I'm the one that's always talking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm Woo. saying? So yeah. Got to hold up the red light, green light. <laughs> no, nah, it's cool, man. Go ahead, Mr. Hill. So it's we talked about traditional, right? Traditional and digital. Mm-hmm. The thing that, in my opinion, will never be replaced is having a physical copy of something. For sure. As much as I love digital art, mm-hmm. I have, it's, there comes a time where it doesn't feel real until I print it, if, yeah. if that makes any sense. When yeah. I can hold it in my hand, then I, I can appreciate it more. It's not like just some digital file that exists on a hard drive somewhere. Right. Yep. So, For sure. so going to pick up that box of books that existed on my hard drive, that only existed on my hard drive for a year and a half. Um, and now it's, you know, it's here. It had, you know, it has my name on it. The, the cover that I drew is the, the you know, uh, uh, Rush of Emotions comp. I'm getting emotional again thinking about it. But um, it was just, Sorry, there was nothing like that. And, and then we, you know, and I, ordered, I only ordered 50 because right. I was modest. I'm like, you know, I don't know how this is going to sell. You know, I'm, I'm going to order 50. Yeah. And, I, and this is just for the event. I'm going to take it to the, to the launch party. Look, we sold out in like the first 20 minutes of the event, man. Nice. That's wow. awesome. That's and that's gotta be an that's amazing. Surreal, and, man. And yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't even know who was gonna show up, right? I didn't know who was gonna show up and let her know that they were gonna be interested in my book. But yeah, we sold out that first the first 20, 20, 20 minutes or so. And then I had to order, you know, I had to take orders, I had to take orders uh, to do more orders of it. And we wound up selling we sold out of four four boxes, four boxes of um of books um Oof. for it. And uh yeah, it's just it was and then COVID happened. So things kind of, sure. things kind of took. <laughs> oh, yeah. But still, that's just bad though. Yeah, then COVID. Right. Just, <laughs> so, so now let me ask you, because, you know, that was volume one. Is volume two, is it in the work? Volume two is on my hard drive. Volume two is on my hard drive at, at the point where I have to, I think I'll just have to ink a couple more pages and then do the final, mm-hmm. final color in the flats. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's almost ready. It's all, a lot of people ask about it. There's so many people who love the character cast. Uh, he's this. They call him our, our, he's known as our ginger giant. He's this big, mm-hmm. you know, big guy, cybernetic arm. And, you know, mm-hmm. at first glance, you think he's like this, this hulking badass, but he's like this giant teddy bear. I mean, he, he'll, he'll still kick some ass. 
but yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people are waiting for Cass's return, and I'm, you know, I'm telling them, be, you know, be, give me, give me some. I, it's, I, it's, just, it's just me, y'all. I'm, if y'all watching, right. it's just me. <laughs> it's just me doing it, so it's gonna take a, little, it takes a little time. I don't have a team of, or anything. Um, but in the meantime, I was doing the. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see my the second comic that we published, the webtoon. I was about to bring yeah. it up. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, during COVID, we did that. We released me and my me and my wife actually wrote that together. Um, and it's a story that we had for years. And it was like, you know what? Let's just crank this out and test out test the waters out with digital comics because we because we wanted to do something to be able to get stuff out to people faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And these bite sized Web, webtoons is the way to go. Right. It's a lot of work web to keep it up with webtoons, but but yeah. So we did that. And life happened again, man. We lost, we lost my my mom, um, my wife's mom, my mother-in-law, um, halfway through halfway through the first season, and that hit us hard. So we we had to take a we had to take a break on that one. Um, my condolences. Thank you. Yeah. And you know it's it's hard, man, because she was one. She was our number one. Like any, she supported anything we did. So not having her there just kind of disrupted a lot, you know, and. Yeah. And we were grieving, you know, we had, we had to give ourselves, we, and we still are giving ourselves that time to grieve, but, um, you know, we could still pushing forward, man. We still pushing forward and, uh, and Code, Code Echoes, Code Echo will be back. And, uh, like I said, and then this whole voice acting thing just blew up that I didn't expect to yep. blow up. So I'm a storyteller at heart. So right. I will, I will find any way to tell the story, whether it be comic books, filmmaking, yep. you know, voiceover, audio dramas, things like that. Great so, trait to have when create. So um, voice voice acting is my passion, followed closely by by art and um, illustrations. So, oh, yeah. Hey, now you're doing it all, man. You know, you got the audio books. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, I mean, hey, who knows? You know, you could be building your own company and creating your own yeah. content that's not just comics, you know. That's, you can also that's get, the plan. For sure. That's the yeah. plan. We got, me and my wife, we got a couple of audio dramas, audio books, uh, yeah, podcasts. Audio dramas. Um, that's, that's the word I was looking for. Because yeah. I love got, those. I just started getting into them. Out. I just started getting into the, the story podcast yeah, when we watched Archive yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I remember. I didn't know these things existed. They, it, it's, it's like a resurgence, a renaissance for it, man. There's like, so much stuff out there. Man. Yeah, it, it died off. So much stuff. Like, obviously, we know the old school radio, the radio. I was going to say, I remember, like, my elementary school teacher, like, putting, right. the, putting the tape yeah. in. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? Yeah. And, but, but, but since, since podcasts have taken off, that, I think that kind of reignited that, that, that. It's so good because the technology is passion. Right. That passion yeah. for it. Yeah. And, um, I just actually I just got cast in a in a um huh? a audio drama. Have a you checked out the ago. new Batman on Spotify? Yes, the Bat oh, Bat man. I've been listening to Batman, the the Marvel's Wastelanders. I haven't heard um, of that one yet. What else? Um I'm listening, I'm listening to a couple Star of Star Wars of, has a one that came out last year for High Republic. Yeah. That came out so me personally, gentlemen, mm-hmm. I listen to that critical yes, role. He critical. Does. It's I mean it's something easy. about the way that that's just done. Matthew, I mean Matthew just, Mercer and that that entire group. The mastermind. Like they Yeah, they're all elite. Yeah, it's so they, amazing. That, that's, elite. that's goals. Elite. I'll, I'll say that. That's goals. I mean when I right, look at them, right. that's yeah, goals exactly. where they took something that they their geeky game that we all know, that we all do yeah. we all do it. You exactly. Yeah. And thanks and I play they took, they took their so. passion for that. 
and made it their living, right? Right. So yeah, and that's the dream, right? That's the dream that you know. I mean, if that's if, if that's your idea of making, we'll say side money for them, right. then that's amazing. Right. That is right. amazing. Sit around and play Dungeons and right. Dragons. Yeah, you know, like boys are to get our career, yeah. but on the side we got this huge. Yeah, we'll critical, play Dungeons we got and Dragons this criti- and make it epic. this critical role thing over here critical on the side role. that you know just. Uh. And I'll, so fun. Have you got? I don't know if you guys seen the animation on. Um, but the, oh yeah, 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 we had. We, oh we, yeah, we reviewed. Okay. It. It, it, oh it yeah. Good. Oh man. Good oh, episode, yeah. And I, I love that they dropped three episodes at a yes. time. Man. Yes. So yeah, because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. You just want to cut. You know, most shows, if it's good, you want so more. You just want right. to cuddle. So, and they that actually gave me more. That, that's what I thought. Take it I, easy. That's what I thought I heard, but I just let it pass. So, yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I, I, hey, I I love a good. You're cuddle. hearing stuff. You need, when we get done, I need you to clean your ears. Like, <laughs> no, hey, I, I, say, yeah, we gonna, I love a good cuddle, out. bro. No, no, no. Hey, hold on, bro. I'm a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What? Something, something that we got? did not mention at the start of this interview, and I don't know how it went over all our heads. Glasses game. Oh yeah. Oh, you didn't say it. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah I just realized it. Yeah, superpower, man. <laughs> so, um, I gotta, I, I'm gonna go ahead and go this way with it, okay. Mr. Hill. Um, go that way. You you mentioned that you and your wife play tabletops. Yes. Mm-hmm. What what types of tabletops do y'all play? Okay, so we, I mean, we've played D and D, but her mm-hmm. her uncle is what who got us into tabletop gaming. Uh-huh. But he's the mm-hmm. he's the type of GM that will literally remix. Like he'll he'll take Pathfinder. Or you know uh-huh. a, a rule book and literally like take what he likes out of it and make yep. it and yeah. creates his own thing of it. So, so yeah, so the, in a way, a lot of those um, you know I've played every just about every you know um, I'm I'm blanking script out. I guess yeah yeah I've played just about every script? but they're always tweet because he's about story first whatever yeah. you know um, you know we got we always got that one guy in a group who always wants to refer to the rule book and he's like. Look, of course, like, I have one and, of those, and he has. The, yeah, we do. He, <laughs> we have one of those. He has this rule where he says, "You know, I I might say like, look, I want to I want to run up this wall, bounce off of it, flip over, grab the chandelier, yeah. drop down, and do this." And now my my guy Mike, he will go to the rule book, like, "Well, you got to do this, you got to do all this." But then the GM is like, "Well, look, wait for that. Yeah, if you can describe it in the in a in a way that will blow me away, I'll let you have it." That's a fun rule. So it literally, if for in for like, especially for like an actor, a voice actor, that's this right. is yeah. It, this helped me a lot with improv as well. Is being able to yeah. off the cuff come up with these these characters and these beats, and these characters, yeah, these character attractions and yeah, and and you know, I, I I give a lot of credit to tabletop gaming for you know for what I can you know what I do and bring to the table yeah. when it comes to voice acting. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, we that's play a little great. bit of everything. Banks has actually taken uh, some intro lessons. We'll say, right? Banks, is that what yeah, you would with, consider uh, them? Yeah, with yeah, with Matthew David Rudd, and I highly, um, you know, say tell everybody to take his classes because he's a really good teacher, and uh, I really need to get back into him. I I hear this all the time from people that want to get into voice acting or who are doing voice acting is that it can be really hard. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just like when it comes to juggling you know, things that you have in your life. Because like you, for example, Gerald, it's just like, you know, you're a comic book artist. and Jack of all trades. Yeah, you're a jack of all trades. <laughs> That's what they used you're, to call them you're, 20 you're, years ago. You're, you know, you coach your daughter's uh-huh. soccer team and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you're busy. Yeah, and, <laughs> hey, man. It's, uh, for real. 
Wow. You know, it's just uh, it's just trying to find that balance. And, you know, yeah. D always tells me all the time that I need to find balance. Because for me, it's literally work, mm-hmm. the gym, and then the podcast. Right. And then if I'm not, and then whenever I do have free time, it's like I'm I'm wrestling. Or we're at the cons now, interviewing yeah. people hey. at cons. So it's like we stay busy, man. It's, so. a, da- it's a daily battle. That's I will tell people. Yeah. It's a daily battle to to try to push out as much as I can and be present for be present yeah. for the people that I need to be present for. Right. So, you know, I'm a husband, you know, I'm a father and those will always come first. Um, yeah. But they but 100. but the great thing about it is they all know what my passions are, what my dreams are. So yeah. they'll they'll make you know, they'll make way for me to be able to do a lot of the things you know, that I'm, that I can make time for. So, you know, when my, when my daughter asked me to coach her, coach her soccer team, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it because you, you do that for me. Like that, that we're a family, we're a team. So, um, and you know, I gotta give a shout out to my boy, Ted Lasso, that, that, that kind of, hey, that helped me too. That helped me too. That, and that, that show came at such a good time for me. Um, just, it's such, it's such a wholesome show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Ted Lasso, shout out. But, um, but yeah, so, but every day, you know, I'm not perfect. I slip up. Time management, man. Time management yeah. is 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 my crypt. It's my kryptonite. You know, I try to because again, like you before the podcast, I'm down here in the booth. Like, and when I'm in here, <laughs> I'm so into it. You know, I, I love it. Yeah. I'm, and, I, and there's like, I feel like I stepped inside the hyperbolic time chamber. If I could, reference. I was just about to reference right. that when you said that. And I, was like, and I, drink, I, step, I drink to that one. Yeah, and I step out, and it's been like, oh, yeah, I, I put my remote. Like up. when I went, when I came in here. You know, it was daytime, you know, that it's, right. it's, you know, the sun, the sunset, the, you know, this and that. So, but uh, yeah, and it's just, it's just having a support system is vital with any, yeah. building any dream, building, building any dream. Now, obviously there's that part where you have to be able to do it with or without it, but, right. but it makes it a whole hell of a lot easier if you have that foundation that, you know, will encourage you on the days that you don't feel like doing it you know there's days that yeah i love drawing i love doing you know voice acting and and the things that you know being creative but there's days i just don't have it you know there's days yeah, where exactly. my body's like nah dude nah bro you was up till seven o'clock last night you know into the morning like you need to sleep like or are we gonna stop it for you yep. but um but you know yeah, that's how i fit but then you know my uh i you know my girls would be like hey daddy did you record something today or what character, you know, what character? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go downstairs. Even if it's, I tell myself, even if it's just one bit, like I don't tie myself. I can go, If I can go downstairs and record one thing, it could be in a, a short audition or, you know, if I can go downstairs and sketch something out real quick, you know, work on a commission. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't have to finish it that right. Because that that's what becomes overwhelming. We get into this instant gratification in life where we feel like we got to be always hustling, right? We always got to be hustling. If we're not hustling, yeah then we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. No, it's, a, it's self-care, man. Right. But it's, yeah, it's, right. it's a healthy balance of self-care and, you know, drive, right? And that extra drive. But um, if I could, you know, if I, if I could, um, it was, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, what the, he played Raphael in the latest Ninja Turtle movie. He's uh, uh, I know who you're big dude. About. He was Aquaman uh, in Smallville. Yeah, yeah he, um, he's on Jack uh, Reed. Right. Jet I just he, yeah, I saw a video. I, mean, I can't. It's, it's, is it? It's not. I was about to say Alan, Alan Richardson. Alan, Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. There right. we go. Yeah. I saw he had he had a story up on his Instagram page and it stuck with me. He said that on the days he doesn't feel like going to run, he'll he'll tell himself if I could just get down the street to the stop sign and back, then I then 
you know, I, I can do it. And that's a short goal, yeah. right? It's just to stop sign at the end of his street. But he, he said, but every time I go and I, every time I go to the stop sign, I go past it. Right, because right. it's just about yeah. it's about starting, right? Yeah. It's just about starting. Yeah. And, that's a great and point. Those are and wild that words. Hit me so hard, and it's like instead of me thinking about the big picture, oh, I got to go downstairs and record this 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 full chapter to this audio book, mm-hmm. right? And then I got to edit this full chapter to this audio book, right? Just go down and get one paragraph out. Yeah. Just get one paragraph out. That way, I can at least say to myself, I did something. I did. I, I attacked that today. I did yes, that today. You did. Yeah, but no, I, but like yeah. like he said with the stop sign, once I'm in the booth, I'll get that whole chapter done. You know, and then and then Mm -hmm. it's just about starting. And like I said, no matter how big or small it is, as long as you do it, as long as you do, you put some kind of time into it. uh, That's kind of the. I'm a big. I'm a time guy. Like my. um, Yeah. Same. uh, That's my. That's the. the, um, That's my word. I went to this one. um, This one um, meeting with my wife, and and the guy asked the question. He said, "What is your word for the year?" And everybody gave up all these other words. You know, um, happiness, peace, and and it took me a while to think about. Mine is time time i always feel like if i had more time if i had more time right you're not yep. talking and about the spice right no no <laughs> okay i just want to make sure we're on yeah. the same page no nah, yeah right no nah, no nah. uh i got plenty of that upstairs that's good that's going bad because i haven't used it <laughs> hey, you gotta have no seasons right man. Um, hey hold on, hold on, you said it's going bad yeah i got so much of it hey look <laughs> Hey, look, it, it never goes bad. Don't believe in stuff going bad. D will tell you. Don't never go bad. Don't believe it. Hey, those those seasonings, they'll stay up in that cabin. Oh, never God. <laughs> Poor but, no, but you know, I wanted to piggyback off of something sure. that you were saying mm-hmm. about like the whole, uh, you know, when it comes to managing time mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I'm the same way whenever I go to the gym, like I'll be like, okay. It's like, I'm just going to cut everything in half mm-hmm. because I, I got, like, if I have an interview tonight or something like that, I just want to make sure that I'm at the interview on time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go in and do the whole workout. And then I'll do the whole workout and then I'll do everything. And like I've gotten to the point now where it's just like, I can do everything that I need to do in that hour. Because I always do an hour of cardio after I do all the main stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm always able to knock everything out. So I I agree with you when you say that, it's just like sometimes it's like you just got to get that foot in the door, yeah. and then once the you hardest start, part. and then yeah, then you the ball just keeps on rolling. Because like even after this interview tonight, I'm going to the gym, right? And right, the hardest part is driving there, using that yeah. gas. Yeah, because yeah, you that gas. You, you will literally <laughs> think of every reason not to, right. like not you know, sure and, and and like that. Oh, it's just a circle around back to voice acting. Like it took me years. This is something I want to do since I was like 18, 19 years old, right? Yeah. I'm 30. I just turned 37 and I just started this March. Right. And it was fear. It was me pushing past the fear and the self-doubt. And yeah, but I started in March. Right. And this is not a brag, but this is me trying to be an example to other people is I've accomplished so much in these two, three months, March, maybe I'm bad, you know, um, a couple of months, a few months with voice acting. And it, I just had to start. I literally just had to start. Yeah. And now I look back like, man, I wish I would have started this a long, so long ago. But everything is, it has a season, right? Everything has a season. That's right. And, and I feel like, ev- I agree and I feel like everything right. I've went through on my journey has better prepared me to be able to manage and bring my, my life experience to these characters that I'm, that I'm portraying. And these stories, these stories that I'm telling and learning how to foster these relationships with, you know, these other, you know, fellow voice actors and voiceover artists. And the, again, the community is... I've been a, I've been a part of a lot of creative communities and I mm-hmm. and a lot of them can be very isolating 
and yeah, and very the crab mentality, a lot of the crab mentality. Oh, everybody's yeah. in crabs in the barrel. But I have not experienced that with voice acting at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. At wow. all. And I, obviously, it's not perfect. You know, you there's always some bad oh, eggs, sure. but 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 from my experience, it's been one of the most welcoming groups. Oh, absolutely. I've I've been a part of, and I I you know that's the and that. I add that to my success. Like that's a part of my success is these people that I've met along the way that have, you know, um, guided me and, you know, taught me and, you know, things like that. And, and just even like, Hey, just go here to this website or buy this microphone or, you know, look at this booth or, you know, this DIY stuff, even the simplest stuff like that. Like it's, you know, I'm humbled by the generosity of this community and yeah. And that's just, you know, I mean, as people, you know, the three of us interview and get a chance to meet and, interview so many of you guys um and girls you know <laughs> it's just uh they're genuine people mm-hmm. you know yeah, we yeah. haven't had an ego you know uh <laughs> yeah we haven't had it mm-hmm. not yet yeah. you know knock on wood <laughs> right it's, it's so nice and then just to hear them and we'll ask them questions like you know if there was anything you could pass along to help somebody and mm-hmm. they always most of them give us different answers right which is interesting yeah. and it's just they're always that's a good a good sign that they're willing to yeah, so, and know, that, it's not a same generic right, answer and everybody's or any experience of that. is different. Like my yes, my experience yeah. for getting into voiceover is completely will be completely different for, for anybody else. You know, yep. I can give you yeah. all the advice, you know, um, but I try to keep it simple. And because I never want to um, put out daunting, you know, words yeah. to someone like, oh, I did this. I had to do this. I did this X, Y and Z. Yeah, it's just exactly. just yeah. start just just record just 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 record yourself practice and train yourself train your voice your voice is a tool and learn how to use it and and, and cultivate it and just meet as many people in the voiceover community as you can because you're going to learn something from everybody i guarantee for sure no big or small you're going to learn something just i I get on twitter you know and i'm only on twitter for voiceover stuff or you know art stuff Mm -hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I got to check my Marvel news because I'm a Marvel, you know, I'm a Marvel head. Hey. But, but other than that, but I'm always every day I see something. Like, oh, thanks for posting that. Thanks for posting that. And like we we met on Twitter, you know, like if it wasn't it wasn't for Twitter, you know, when you re, when you guys reach out, I'm like I tell like I'm like Kels like, tomorrow, like Kels, I think I might be getting spammed. Somebody wants to interview me about my voice acting career. Um, I don't I don't even know if I can call <laughs> it a career yet, but <laughs> but that's but that's just me with anything. I'm like I'm super. I can be humble to a fault and I'm trying to get past, get, you know, get, get past it, uh, put myself out there more. But I, I just, I appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity to be on the show. Like, oh, it, for sure. we appreciate it, it, you coming on. It, yeah, the, sure, cool thing about, sure. the cool thing about this though, is that, you know, because like you said, you've only been doing this now for a couple of months now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have all of these projects that you can't say because of NDAs. <laughs> but the thing that's cool about doing these interviews is, your fans, they'll come back to this and then they'll be like, oh yep. man, like it's just mm-hmm. like if he if he started at this age, then I can start at this age too. Yeah, and like right. that was one of the things that I was always told when I started wrestling, because like there was a guy there who was in his 50s mm-hmm. when he started. And you know, his whole thing was he just wanted to wrestle a match. That's all he wanted to mm-hmm. do. And you know, of course, it's like you said, it's just like, dang man, if I would have known it was this easy to, you know, get into wrestling and you know train and learn the craft and everything i would have did it when i was younger so i feel like you know there is no number on yeah. when you should start something in life yeah. but at the, same, 
but at the same time too it's just like even when you do start it at the age that you are mm. the only way up is up yeah you know what i mean you just yeah. keep going up we'll unless we and, talk about having kids then we got to cap that you know? Nah, you can have nah. kids at an older age. Uh, I mean, hey, you, nah, I mean, hold on, you, bro. You, you you can doesn't mean you <laughs> yeah, should. Yeah, we, we don't need the <laughs> se- we don't we don't need the seventy year old dad. You know what I, I got, mean? Look, I got two kids right now, and my wife when she see a new baby, she be giving me that look, and I'm just like, I'm here, and I say no. I'm like, and I say no. But I'll say no, I'm good. I'm tired. I'm, I'm all the way good. I'm tired. It's like, <laughs> hey, that's my catchphrase. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> I'm tired. I, like, it's like, I'm tired. I always have this joke um, like my boy Bruce Better. I said, that's my secret, Kels. I'm always right. tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm I always tired. I tell B that all the time. Yes, he does. I'm fortunate. <laughs> so, yeah, but, that's um, my secret. <laughs> one thing I wanted to say too with you know things that you're passionate about and things that you just want to get into, a lot of times. I think it's just, you know, if you could find, if it were easier to find people that could answer the questions that you have yeah. about yeah. something, mm-hmm. you probably do it a lot faster, to be honest with That's you. That's true, too. But it's just, um, especially when you get into u- unique things like art, yeah. you don't, I mean, if you don't know people, and and on top of that, if you're shy, then, you know, it'd take you twice or four times as long. Mm. But, like, things like wrestling, how would you know? You know, I, I mean, I the odds you. of you knowing. Yeah, I, yeah if exactly. I wanted to, if it's, I wanted to wrestle, such a unique I, thing. I just wouldn't even, you know. Well, now you just go to banks. And then, and and there's that, <laughs> you know. there's that bit where there's sometimes there's too much information out there. Right, Everybody, right. that's true you know, too. So yeah. many, there's so much content on YouTube where that's true too. Where people's telling you one thing, and then there's you, and you have to sift through so much, uh, so much stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know it's crazy, and man. and like I said, that's why cultivating actual relationships with people. Yeah, yeah, it takes a village. Comes it, yeah. Where is to hey. me? That's the and, and I'm an introvert. You know, I'm a I'm a at least uh, <laughs> I guess I guess you could say I'm I'm I'm, never, I'm an introvert. I'm an extrovert when I'm talking about stuff I'm passionate about. Like, right, right. I can, yes. I can talk your ears off all night if y'all don't cut this. If y'all don't cut this thing <laughs> off about, you know, about they're like, man, damn, this dude's still talking. I gotta go get my dinner. He's good. Like, <laughs> hey, hit him with the, hey, the thought hey, bubble. Hey, <laughs> hey, and we, hey, we have both. We have Bo Billingsley up here, and you can listen oh, yeah. to his episode or watch the video up here. It is on YouTube, and I want to say it was almost it was like two, two and a half hours, yeah. and he could have yeah, kept he was going. Just telling us stories, yeah, he was just is, telling us stories. Yeah, it was crazy so because he's such a legend. You know, you right. just sit, you just, and you just listen, like you just, yeah, you just soak yeah. it in. When am I gonna get to do this? Again? Right, like, yeah. I'm not about to tell him to stop. Yeah, Jack <laughs> uh, Black. So, uh, we'll see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's but just. No, um, Go ahead, Banks. You got it. No, no, I was just, I was just gonna say, uh, we're here at the end of the episode, actually. Now, yeah, and, uh, we made it, guys. You know, hey, hey, we did it, and you know, D at the end of the episode, he always has his two famous questions that he loves to ask all of our guests. So, uh, okay. D, oh, well, be, hold on, before before this, Trav, did you have another question that you wanted to ask before we wrap this thing up? No, the moment's passed already, bro. The moment's passed. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was a blast, man. I mean, yeah, it I was a blast. Hey, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Um, Uh One thing I want to say is thanks for joining us first and foremost. And uh, in the words of Michael, say goodnight. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I had to slip Michael in there. You don't know who that is yet. We might come back to you. That's his cuddle buddy he was talking about. Okay. Oh, no, he ain't a cuddle buddy. He tried to take out our classroom one time. (laughs) All right, thanks. Cuddle buddy. All right. Okay, so first question: okay. um, favorite '80s or '90s movie, or you can give us both if you have both. Oh man, you can't! Dang, you just you know prep time. You got him. Uh, <laughs> favorite um, '80s or '90s movie? 
regardless of genre. I'm gonna say Back to the Future. Back, uh, nice. classic, okay. instant classic. Oh, but that's Uh-oh. the Last Dragon is already uh, is up there with me too. Oh, I'll take the Last Dragon. Yeah, yeah. We ain't got that yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will go with Last Dragon. I got we the soundtrack. Yeah. We go with Last, we go with last Dragon. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that. I got some for you in these hands. Yes. Uh, <laughs> am I the All least right. British? Show uh, enough. Show enough. let me ask you this real quick. Who who do you think will win in a fight between Show Enough and Apollo Creed? Show enough, man. Yeah, probably show enough. Show enough, man. Okay. I think he would just distract Apollo Creed <laughs> so much with his. It's just with his. I saw this meme a long time ago, and like, I mean, the fandom Damn. was split on who would win. Man, that's the well, fandom was split. On it, go ahead and enter that into the people that do death battle. Right, we'll get our. Right. I thought he was going to ask, "What's what's the top five moments?" You know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, we got away from. I'm gonna say, show enough. Final answer. Show, show, show enough. Yeah, show okay. enough. All right. Hey, wonderful answer. Uh, second question growing up was there anything that scared you spooked you and stayed with you whether it was a creepy lullaby a movie character uh some some guy some creepy old man who lived down the street like in monster squad can i give you two i mean anything. can i give you two sure. one's a small one we'll one's it. a big one no, okay. number number one the small one quicksand there was quicksand mm. in every movie and yeah, cartoon series I watched. I thought, yeah, I thought that, <laughs> that was preparing. I legit <laughs> thought that was preparing me for something in life. Like, <laughs> wow. man, I need to be ready. Like this I, whole time, I, it was a metaphor. I could be walking down the street and just, oh my god, I'm in quicksand. What, what did it say? Do what did it say to do? So mm-hmm. quicksand used to. <laughs> to this day, I still, I'm still wary of quicksand coming popping up wow. um, at, out of nowhere. Uh, to the Michael Myers. Um, music, the theme music, the piano. <laughs> ah, pretty epic. There is yeah, something is. about, and my, my brother, my oldest brother, mm-hmm. I'm the youngest of um, um, four boys, and okay. my brother was heavy into horror. I wasn't. I was not. Yeah. Nope, I was not. But he used to have his girlfriend come over all the time, and they would, you know, ah, oh, no, oh, she about to come over. They about to watch these all these scary movies, right? So I would be in my room. <laughs> I'm like eight, nine years old in my room, and I hear that I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. so literally to this day, to this day, when I hear that, it triggers me. And I'm just like, ah, oh, like to the, okay, now I'm gonna close with this one small story. It's not, a, but like my friends know Go this about me, about Michael Myers, right? So one Halloween, we went to a, a haunted house. They talked me into going to haunted house. Fine. Okay, whatever. We went to the haunted house and we got, we came back, right? And then my, we went back to my wife's mom's house and we she she called us while we we took separate cars. She said, "Hey hey boy, can you go can you go to Kroger and get a gallon of milk?" Now I didn't think about it, you know, because she's actually it's nine o'clock. I wasn't suspicious. Like why she need a, a jug of milk for? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay, I'm not I'm not about to say no. So you know we we go and we get the jug of milk and we come back. And we pull up to the house, but all the lights are off, like on their house, uh, and it's like oh, pitch black. Lord. So already I'm like, uh, okay. All right. So we get out, we walking up, me and my wife walking up and we're young. I, I think I'm like, I want to say I'm 19. I'm 19 right now. 19. Yeah. And we're walking up. Right. And they have this, it's, it's pitch black. Right. And we're walking up to the door, the door. Right. And they have this big pine tree on the right side of their house where it's like, it, it's even darker. So you can't see anything yeah. in mm-hmm. that area on the side of the house. <laughs> we walk up and <laughs> as I'm opening in the door, the screen door, I see this, this some move out the corner of my eye and I look over and it's that white, pale Michael Myers mask, right? Uh-huh. And uh-huh. instantly triggered. The Captain Kirk Instantly mask. triggered. I hear, right, right, can't be unseen. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, I'm instantly triggered, right? And I'm like, my brain checked out. 
a whole like this just, just yeah. you know i'm a kid again i hear the music and he takes a step for me and i tell my wife run 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 right so i'm thinking my wife runs she sits down in the lawn chair like she just collapses in the lawn chair i took off right i'm i, 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 I still apologize to her to this day i'm like you should why'd you sit down why'd you sit down i told you to run yeah. like does she know was she in on it? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. Uh, she just panicked and sat down. Uh, her, her, her response why would you was, sit down? Her response he, he was to sit down. Her up. Right, right. But but she sat down. He went past her. So I'm like, well, she's safe. Wait, he's coming after me. So I'm I tear off running my ass off. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I'm like running down the street and so fast, right? Like, you know, Usain Bolt, fast. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, you know, running. And all of a sudden I hear Daryl. Daryl, stop, stop, man. I'm so sorry. I turn around. It's my best friend, dude. He takes off the mask. Uh, and, and, oh and I'm just God. like, you know what? You know what? You, know, you never know who to trust, man. You never know who to trust, <laughs> you right? You never know. I'll leave it on that. <laughs> That's a wonderful answer. We'll take it. It's crazy you have a Michael Myers story, man, because uh, one of my friends, a uh, professional wrestler, Mad Max Morrison, um, we were coming back from a show one night in North Carolina mm-hmm. and it was, it was late at night. I, I want to say it was like one, two o'clock in the morning and we were driving his truck. And this was the first time I had ever been inside his truck. It was me, him and another wrestler. Mm-hmm. And so I'm driving him and the other wrestler, they're asleep. And you know, I don't know if you've ever been to North Carolina, but like there aren't any street lights out yeah. there late at night. I don't night. like it. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm driving <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I just, I just start, I tap the brake and then I look in the rearview mirror and I see Michael Myers <laughs> and I was just like, oh, sh-. and, and like, I slammed on the brakes and everybody woke up and it was just like, yo, what happened? Like, oh, did you hit a deer or something? And I was just like, yo, like Michael Myers was in the back seat and like that scared me, man. And he's like, oh yeah, that's my Michael Myers sticker that I got on my, uh, <laughs> On the, uh, that window uh, in the back, but nah. like, I didn't know. And, like mm. he, he'll he'll always tell people about that story about Michael Myers because like that's scary, <laughs> man. I was just like, yo, it's like I was the only one up. I'm driving, Look. and I thought it was literally something. Yeah, because I mean, you never know, right? You know, you stop at a gas station, you never somebody know. can easily hop. If it's Michael Myers yeah. or not for real, I, I think you know, bro. Hey, bro, anybody no, can put a mask on true. and carry a knife around and call yeah. them Michael Myers. Especially if they got the shape. They're big. See, that's the thing. That, that's the thing about Mike that always freaked me out because, like, Freddie, ah, uh, that's that's. Freddie was always funny to me, you know. Jason, uh, yeah. whatever. Okay, Mike, man, he too, he's too real. He's a little too yeah, realistic for yeah. my for my take. So all you gotta do is get somebody with a, a Dickies jumpsuit uh, and, yep. and, and, a, and a mask <laughs> and a butcher knife, and I'm like, look, man, right. mm, no, you know, yep. that's a little too close mm-hmm. to. Uh... We hey, we got our boy Joe. <laughs> it don't we got Joe Grizzly with are. us though, so we ain't worried about it. Well, remember, yeah, Mike, it, Mike it can drive. Remember that. Yeah. It don't matter how fast you are, yep. like you. Like you get you could get in that car and you could drive all the way to California. When you get there, Michael Myers, he's gonna be Michael Myers. He's gonna be there. Just walk. Yep. And he's gonna <laughs> just and walk. He, and he gonna beat you there. He's gonna be waiting Wake for you. Wake up the next day, that station wagon be out front. Who taught him how to drive? Who's taught him how to drive? Like, I just like, they still don't know. They, they still don't know. I tell you, my we still quick saying to Michael Myers, beware. That's those are my those are my those are my well, life lovely lessons. Lovely answers, right there. That's <laughs> those were great answers. Those were man. Story time up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. So, mm-hmm. Gerald, thank you so much for joining us thank up you here, for man. Having you me. are awesome. You are a delight. You are welcome. I'm yeah. glad that you answered the message that I sent you. I didn't think that it was a troll. <laughs> and uh, 
you know, before we let you leave, let everybody in social media land know where they can find you at. You can find me. I'm mostly on Twitter and Instagram at uh, zero G. That's with an X, X E R O dash G E E zero G. Um, my website is www.artofg.com. You can see some of my art on there and check out some of my voice uh, demos and all that type of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's, I think that's everything. So that's everything right there. Awesome. We can turn that into a jingle. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna start working uh, on it. Yo, jingle, jingle, it falls. That's right, uh-huh. guys. Guys, look, I got you with the setup, boy. It was all well, part I, of the It would have been nice if D would have said it too, man. Like, all three, of us, I mean, all y'all three of us could have said it. All three of y'all, the tree, all three of us. But no, but look, trio, yo, yes. hey, another fun interview, man. Yep. Gerald was an awesome guy. I, I think it's funny that when he was like, "Yeah, man," somebody slid in my DMs. I don't know if they uh, trolled me or not. It's uh, you know, I mean, hey, we slide in the DMs around here, right. and like I always say, it's either yes, no, or they don't respond at all. And we went from almost rescheduling to uh-huh. dude, this almost didn't happen. This is exclusive uh-huh. right here. Uh-huh. And then all you heard was on your left, on your left. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Right open and grand closing. He came uh-huh. flying right out of the portal, draft. Uh huh. But no, but yeah. <laughs> Please support Gerald and everything that he does. Purchase his comic books. Check subscribe to him guys. on Webtoons. Look him up. Follow him on all his social media accounts. And, you know, he's an awesome guy. And we hope that you guys enjoyed this week's interview. And uh, with that being said, Trav, let them know where they can find you at in social media land. That's right. You can find me on the Instagram at ZK Audio. I am on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. Where I'm also on Letterboxd, ranking and rating my daily movie watches. I watched a lot, a lot of stuff this week, but your boy just wrapped up finally Tower of God. I owed it to Matthew David Rudd. And hey. say, speaking of Webtoons, because Tower of God is uh, on Webtoons, and uh, hey, I'm ready for that season two because it was, as your boy says, fire. Fire. Hey, D, where they going to find that fire at, baby? Hey, fire. As always, guys, you can find me at rebellious double underscore D23 Instagram. Dot com and uh hey banks if they need a hero you know where they can find one hey you can find me your hero benjamin banks at king benji underscore banks on twitter and instagram you can find me on facebook at benjamin banks i should be the first person to pop up if not then i need to contact mr zuckerberg thank you again everybody for listening to this interview make sure that you subscribe to all of the leveling up with benjamin Banks social media accounts at leveling up banks that is on facebook twitter Instagram, TikTok. Make sure that you subscribe to us on YouTube at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks, where we have interviews, reaction videos, reviews, like all that good stuff. We're almost at 1,000 subscribers, so all subscribers help get us to that goal of being at 1,000. And, uh, you know, thank you to our patrons who donate to us, man, because you do help keep all the bugs away and keep the lights on. And if you would love to donate to us on Patreon, it is at Leveling Up Banks. So with that being said, I hope that you guys have a good day. Stay positive. Always keep that pinky up. Uh, make sure uh, that you um, go to gas stations that have low gas. Like if you see something that says 69 cents, go to that gas station and hurry up and get that gas. And, you know, take some gas tanks with you and fill up too. You know what I'm saying? Like, get as much gas as you can. But we'll see you next time on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Peace.